0: From Studio A in Podcast Village, Upper Georgetown, Washington, D.C., this is the best political talk show you've never heard of. It's Backroom Politics with your host and moderator, Justin Russell. And hello out there in radio land. We are here in Studio A Podcast Village, Upper Georgetown, Washington, D.C. I'm your host and moderator, Justin Russell. With me in studio, Alan Moore, Dan Lipner. Joining us from an undisclosed location in Massachusetts, he is the one we know is Rich Rabino. Behind the glass, we've got uh, we've got Rob, the engineer, who is always keeping us honest, and of course Eric, the producer, always at least doing Eric the producer things. Uh, I want to start off talking about you know we we've been talking a lot about the um, the possible impeachment inquiry going on with uh, president trump and and Nancy Pelosi basically embracing now a an impeachment inquiry by the House there's we're not the only country that's got problems in the executive uh, we've got problems on the other side of the pond in case you haven't noticed, Boris Johnson hasn't really been. Lighting the world on fire on that side of the Atlantic, he's had his own problems. No, he's been lighting the world on fire, just not in a good sort of way. This, yeah, <laughs> that could be true too. That, that, that's
1: very Depends true. On how you feel about wildfires, yeah, that, that that too is true.
0: I, but the the issue coming out of Number Ten Downing Street has just been a collective of ba- a, a collection of bad moves, bad political judgment, and just. Uh, really bad politicking on the behalf of well, the Tories it's, and it's Boris It's not just Johnson. 10 Downing Street. It's actually Windsor Castle. We're well, we got a problem there. So it, what we're getting at is, uh, I'm sure you've heard that uh, Britain does, or at least the conservatives in Britain, don't want to be part of the European Union anymore. Uh, they put a referendum in front of the British voters, and the British voters voted, and they said, we want out. Well, that was the clean part. It has since been With a, Russian help. It is, yeah. It has since been a really ugly, ugly uh, up and down story as far as how this has gone down. It has been a political disaster. It's taken out at least two conservative prime ministers uh, in David Cameron and Theresa May, and it now may look like it will claim its third in the. Uh, in the way of Boris Johnson. Now, Boris Johnson's only been in office for, help me out now, Alan,
1: two months, three months maybe? Oh, I think it's more two. Okay. Is um, it two? And, yeah. and, 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 yeah, and he, he basically, uh, the, the whole issue of what they call Brexit, British exit from the EU, uh, was the issue. Theresa May came back to the Parliament several times with with deals she had worked out under the, the terms of uh, what what would what Brexit would involve in ways that she she thought and hoped would not be completely detrimental to the to the the economy uh, of the UK. Couldn't couldn't get. The majority she needed um, in the parliament so, uh, ultimately resigned. Right. Boris Johnson emerged. Well, David, it cost as, David, as David the,
0: Cameron his tenure I mean, in it, Downing it, Street. It,
1: it, it's uh, and it's probably going to cost Johnson his. So he came in and he thought he was he was prepared to have a no what was called a no deal Brexit where we don't have an we don't have an agreement. But we're going to pull out, and then we'll worry afterwards about how to reestablish trading relationships, um, cross-border movements, etc., uh, visa requirements, and and all the things that make life really, but, ch- really challenging, um, uh, especially now, in a place now like Now, Boris Europe.
0: Johnson, Boris Johnson wait, has th- gone. We, we 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 need
2: to go into some more detail there. The the No Deal Brexit stuff is not exactly easy. Um, as no. b- bring, bringing the, the domestic politics into it for a second, Donald Trump suggested one of the things they could just dis- do is build a fabulous wall separating Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland.
3: Okay. Great Ireland idea that that
2: worked it. well last time.
3: Yeah, what was that, Rich Rubino? I said, and make Northern Ireland pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good.
0: Like so, so,
2: so on top of that, I think where Alan was going was also the fact that. Yeah, the UK is a freaking island. So trade is trade matters. Not to mention the expats, both British expats well, living on well, the European mainland of, and European expats living.
0: Yeah, but regardless in, of in
1: your, England, they're kind of a big of, deal. Well, the thing he tried to do to to make this all happen was was set things up in a way so that the that the Parliament would not be able to meet, and and he tried to put in place a. A, uh, this is boring, Justin. Such
0: no, it's not boring, <laughs> no, Justin. But I at least like to try and do my job. So,
1: so that was well. <laughs> so that, 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 I'll just that's watch. Where, that, the, the the Parliament <laughs> rejected his ability to do that, and that's what the the uh, the British Supreme Court also did. It's a, well, they didn't it, reject he, it. He he, he actually says, went
0: to the Queen and said, I am suspending Parliament.
1: Well, she and she went along because the, the well. There's w- questions w- on you, that. Did Boris well,
0: Johnson lie to the Queen? No, no, no,
1: I mean the Queen has got so little power. Uh, in that system he was just using her as a pawn but but the law came in uh, well both the parliament came in and said nope you're not doing that and then the supreme court came right. in and so said so let's get nope, to the you real can't, you can't let, well, do let's that. get
0: to the real fact. is the, the it, it was the actual labor party that went to that went to the british supreme court filed suit and brought this all the way up to the british supreme court all 11 justices on the supreme court bench in london Voted unanimously that in fact that Boris Johnson hadn't stepped out of his uh, his role as Prime Minister. Now Boris Johnson has also since called the Queen uh, on the phone from New York after the ruling came out, uh, and then he's I believe returning back to London because this is going to be such a fiasco if not to formally hand in his resignation to the Queen. the The, the question the, there's so many questions coming up with this is. The the first question that comes up is Alan Moore is is this a death nail for Brexit?
1: No, I mean the <laughs> the vote of the of the of of the British populace stands. It it wants to to separate. That was not what was. Uh, th- there's been questions about putting that question fresh again before the British people, and there has been a lot of resistance to that. Um, but there's been questions
0: was, as far as did they did Nigel Farage and his team actually put out the full story on Brexit when they put it to the voters.
1: Well, if they if if the feeling was that 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 the voters were not given proper information or had been misled. Theresa May or Boris Johnson could have said, we need another national referendum now that we've realized how complicated and challenging and difficult this is. Um, But no, but that's been talked about, but that was not proposed and that was not what this most recent election was about. And Boris Johnson, who's a big supporter of Brexit, including a willingness to go with a no deal Brexit, um, ended up prevailing. By a narrow margin, so the, the 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 Britain is not on the verge of a, of another brand new Brexit vote, and if they had one, it's not at all clear but d-
0: does, how it would come out. But but he, here's here's the thing: is you know you've now got three strikes against the Conservative Party in Boris Johnson. Is Brexit necessarily a given? Seeing the fact that, one, they're probably going to call for a new vote, a new parliamentary vote coming up here soon, with, if, if in fact Boris Johnson does resign, which means that the Labor Party has a chance, or some of the other smaller parties, like the Scottish National Party, who never wanted Brexit to begin with, are going to be able to come into power, form a coalition government, and maybe put the vote to the Brits again.
2: I think the Queen's going to say, enough with democracy, I'm in charge here. <laughs> do
1: you, all of it. you really
0: think the Queen's going to jump in? <laughs> do, you, do you really think the Queen's going to jump in? No, no uh, I don't really. Th- you th- need
1: to spend more time watching The Crown. Yeah, yeah and exactly. And begin to realize how little power she has. But
0: not
1: symbolic power.
2: Unless she chooses to assert power beyond, beyond legalities, um, as 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 we've seen, you know, it, it, Executives can do e- interesting easy, things. Easy, <laughs> easy. We'll, we'll hear
1: a new chorus of "lock her up." Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but the, but that said, is-
2: I, I suspect the Queen ha,
0: ha, has, has more support than Boris. Um, no, probably, but but, here, but here's the thing is, I mean, you know, we, we've got somebody who is literally a carbon copy of Donald Trump with a yeah. British accent. No, 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 no. no. Nope. no absolutely Why? not
2: again, my, my favorite line, and I've said this off the air I'll say it on the air was a British reporter interviewed uh, talk by an American reporter talking about Boris Johnson and the American reporters like, yeah, he's just like your uh, uh, he's like your own Donald Trump and the British reporter's prompt response was, "No, no." Boris Johnson's quite smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, I mean there are a lot of similarities though between Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. They they both they're they, they, both they, nationalistic. They've both no, they, no, done they, things well, questionable yes, but but they've they both not done things that questionably are above and beyond their power in the office. Uh Boris Johnson less Supreme so. Court just said. I mean that's now. That's The Supreme uh, Court just said and
2: that, yes and that said he's I, I can't imagine he's not actually going to honor the rulings. He didn't.
1: He didn't get off to the greatest start, shall right. we say? Yes. He's, he's but he's been a politician for a long time. He actually he was mayor of London. Yes, he knows. He knows a lot. He's controversial. He he's he's not always careful with how he speaks. He's a populist. But, but even when he himself is asked, "Are you the the British version of Donald Trump?" Absolutely not. He said we're but yeah, in- he's actually. so oh, sorry.
0: I was going to say, and
3: he's actually said negative things about Donald Trump that they played, (laughs) that they played, that they played in Britain. But it's actually he's very similar to Donald Trump in this respect, though, in that both of them are kind of anathema to the establishments of their parties. You know, John Major, the former prime minister, was a vociferous opponent of Boris Johnson, just like the Bushes in the United States, for example, who are more kind of the country club, kind of patrician, if you will, Republicans. In, Brit- in Great Britain, you know Boris Johnson represents more of the populist kind of ethno-nationalism. Um, repu- yeah, but that's a manufactured
2: version see. of it. He actually is the the elite as well. He's he he, yeah. he, he he's he's fake populist. He's like, is, an,
3: he's like an he's like an anti-intellectual intellectual.
2: Exactly, that? Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's playing the role. He's he, he's not actually that yes. guy. But here's the
3: he does. Uh, well, Trump does the same thing. I mean, Trump's popular in, you know, Mississippi and Alabama. For some reason, they like somebody who's from New York City and speaks, you know, speak with the Yankee accent. But for some reason, in these parts of the country, because not so much because he has a Southern accent, but because of his populist message, you know, he's become the tribune of the pop of uh, he's been the tribune of populism of downscale republicans in america just like boris johnson has in great britain even though you're right they both come but from is there a lesson but effect.
2: donald trump was never in the harvards and yales and that kind of elite he's just right. not he was looked down upon
0: but is there a lesson we can learn is there a lesson we can learn here from what happened with boris johnson and what's happening with brexit is there something that we could take away from that here in the states we need a queen oh <laughs> won't be against that it means I get title. I, I nominate justin that means I could get that means I could get title <laughs> royal title
1: Alan? well maybe just that the rule of law does often matter in the end
0: I'd like to see that happen uh does Boris Johnson resign Alan Moore not yet not yet no, dan Litmer? not over
1: this he'd already lost this in the parliament
0: yeah I mean but I- uh, but this is talking about illegally suspending. Yeah, well, Parliament can Parliament. Force,
2: Parliament can force elections, can't they? They can. I, they I, I, I don't know, and I, I don't know British uh, government well enough to know. You can have a vote of no confidence that, which, that, which that, by, that by the effect. way, for the first
0: time in, in in my recollection, Boris Johnson actually called a vote of no confidence on himself, which I thought was odd. uh but yeah, they, they can call a vote of no confidence. But the, the bottom line is, I mean, part of his his, his rising mm-hmm.
2: To the prime minister is most others didn't want the job because they saw this train wreck in front of them and they didn't want their political lives to end on the cross of Brexit.
0: Well, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is, is this a sign that maybe populism has been overblown in Britain and maybe a sign that we may have overstepped in the populism here in the United States?
2: Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to compare. The parliamentary system is really different from from our our, our indirect democracy. But their, Brexit is, their
0: Brexit is our wall. Their... No, no, no,
2: no, no. Because again, with the the, the parliament. And represents or uh, people voted by party to some extent. The United States would be better served if people voted for party and their party platforms. In a parliamentary system, you're voting for the party, and then the list of people that end up for that party to represent you in the parliament. So, so you have a working coalition of a body of people that actually represent the thing you voted for.
0: Well, you vote the, for you vote for your local as a constituency. You vote a, for
2: your local slate. A Democrat in in the in Georgia is not necessarily like a Democrat <laughs> in Chicago or New York or California. Right. There, while there is a, an alleged party platform, you're voting for the person. You're voting for the personality. So it it's very different. Um, the part of the problem with the Brexit vote is there was when, no when, party. Not only was there no party, there was no clear understanding of what it was. What it was, and the Brits that were in favor of it. Yes, there was some economic nationalism, but mostly it was. And this is the closest to the wall controversy. Is the 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 ethnic diversity. In the U.K. that some people pushed back against, which is arguably the same folks in the United States that are in favor of the wall because they're concerned about the browning of America. So you could see a parallel there. Right. right? But the the bigger complexity of it, of everything from the. What the economic ramifications are to hell, that's people don't understand it here. This is part of the issues with both Mexico and China. People don't understand the economic ramifications that are going on, that these things are complicated. So when you have a populist saying, Look, it's easy, we're just going to do this, and lo and behold, easy comes hard
0: real quick. As the Brits are finding out,
2: uh, Rich
3: think One more thing, just going to say the biggest misapprehension that I often hear in the United States media when the reporting on parliamentary elections, specifically in Great Britain, they'll say something to the effect of Boris Johnson won the election. Boris Johnson represents one of 650 constituencies in Great Britain, only one of 650 constituencies. You're voting for your, your. every constituency you vote for you vote for your member of Congress, you, member of Parliament, rather, you vote for your party. They then get together and vote who the prime minister is. There is no direct election right. of a prime minister like there is a direct election of the United States president, similar to going and voting for a congressman. You know, there are 4 35 voting districts. You're voting for one member of Congress. The Congress then gets together and chooses who the Speaker of the House is. Right,
1: right. Well, R- Rich is right, except that, that oftentimes um, in, in the British elections, it is known who the party leader is. And that, and, and so people, yes, yes, and he, agree, yeah. people, it is assumed that the party leader, but that, that doesn't that, always happen. It doesn't always, that happen, does not but, always but happen. But it was pretty clear this time that 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 Boris Johnson would become the new prime minister if his party, party elected, ha, ha, elected him had, had 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 a majority. So it, it it his identity was important and relevant in the election, even though he wasn't. It wasn't a direct election, right? Right. All so
3: right. Just like Nancy Pelosi, I guess you say, be made the Democrats say that Pelosi will be the speaker. She could not be, but the chances are that she will be. The the
0: choice. Right. Exactly. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk 2020 politics. This is Backroom Politics. Podcast Village, Upper Georgetown, Washington D.C. This is the best political talk show you've never heard of. It's Backroom Politics with your host and moderator, Justin Russell. And we're back. We're going to talk a little bit of 2020 politics here in Studio A. Uh, we've had another. Uh, we had another uh, Democratic debate. We've also seen new polling numbers coming out. The big news, I think, this week has been the latest polling numbers. Uh, you know, with all the attention on Joe Biden and the Ukraine situation, uh, Joe Biden—some are saying—may not be the front runner anymore. That uh, it is, in fact, Elizabeth Warren that's making the big surge forward. Uh, latest polls out uh, out of several out of several outlets this week had uh elizabeth warren up as much as five points on joe biden in iowa and as much as seven points on joe biden in new hampshire is this too early to tell is this something are we seeing a
1: shift what's going on here alan moore definitely a shift um the question is can she maintain uh, this this sort of level of momentum she's now basically statistically as they say uh, t- it tied with biden in in iowa where uh, he, he has always been the front runner yeah within the she's, margin of error so lead. he's he is uh, he he's declined some bernie sanders has declined more. Kamala Harris has declined some. Nobody else has really picked up. So she people are kind of turning now to her. But if you also look at the at the polls, People are still, they, they, they favor her now, but they're not locked in on right. her. But, people are not saying, yes, she's my candidate. I, I will not change my mind. She's, but she's on the rise. And what this is going to mean for Joe Biden right. is that he isn't necessarily going to be Here, the, the top target at the, the next debate. She's increasingly going to be a target. Here's
0: the interesting thing, Dan Lutner, is Joe Biden up till now has largely held a comfortable lead— in the African-American vote going into the primary. Still does. Uh, but that number's dwindling.
2: Is 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 this- Not a you know, whole lot of African-Americans in Iowa or New Hampshire. Uh, South Carolina's where that begins to play.
0: No, no, but I, no, I mean, you're talking national polls that are showing her starting to slowly creep up As far as, you know, from the the African-Americans I've talked to, they've said, you know, she's feisty. She looks like she can keep up, if not take on Donald Trump and his snark head on. Uh, She's got some good ideas. African-Americans are starting to at least know her name, if not take notice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you want to you want to you want to elaborate a little bit or defend Joe Biden on this or how, no do you I, mean, I mean
2: I, I mean I mean the the point is true but that said so Cause that was a lock for Joe Biden. Apparently, this is why you have elections and why, yeah, can't judge, no why locks you have campaigns. On uh, there's right. nothing locked in until after you've cast the vote. Um, so, yeah, Iowa is the uh, both Iowa and New Hampshire are special in all sorts of ways. Um, as a veteran of Iowa, the people in Iowa st- take their sweet time, and they they expect you get to know the candidates. The, they want to be courted. The, not only do they want to be courted, the, like the the joke is the, that uh, when, when interviewed uh, a, a voter in Iowa, it's like, well, you know, I am still haven't decided. I've only met them two or three times. Um, and that's the same in New Hampshire. They take their jobs seriously as voters. I wish that were true of voters in the rest of the country. Um, but... Uh, it, it unfortunately is not the case, but it is kind of special as, as far as having that kind of that kind of democracy
0: up close and personal. Uh, this where, is where is Elizabeth Warren taking away from Joe Biden? As far as, you know, what's getting people a well, it,
2: it, it's not clear that she's taking away from Joe Biden. There are other candidates that are slipping. So as has been correctly pointed out, uh, Bernie Sanders is is not wearing well over time. People have, have have heard Bernie Sanders and there's there's basically been nothing new there. And each time he he takes a punch. He takes a punch. He he doesn't really recover from it. Um, The last major throw that he took was in the debates, where Biden, ironically, hit him for taking away the health care benefits that unions had fought for, and pointing out that so what's what's going to happen? These corporations are just going to give them that money, and (laughs) and Bernie Sanders said, "Well, yes." Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and Biden's response was, "Well, I think you have a lot more faith in American business than I do," um, which was a which was a very good political move, putting him on the side of workers and alienating Bernie. Because right. Bernie's Bernie's been a, a, a lot of bombast, it, but but the, the the where's the beef portion of it has been lacking. That is not Elizabeth Warren. Yeah,
0: but Elizabeth the burners, Warren's but plans the burners,
2: actually are much more substantive,
0: right? But the burners don't have. I I don't think either the veracity that they did in 2016 for Bernie? Is it just that they've moved on from Bernie Alan Moore?
1: So he's still got a core of of, of true believers. Um, that
0: camp is not as nearly as large or as it no, was before. No,
1: because he sounds the same as he did before. There's a whole bunch of new voices. Elizabeth Warren is new, different, more energetic. She doesn't yell and, and scream. She keeps her hair cut short rather than have it go wild like Bernie tends to. I don't think Purposefully, like like Boris Johnson, but just because he's this old white-haired guy, um, mm. and and I think that he sounds the same and looks the same as he always did. It, it, it is worth noting that today, just today, he came out with his new pay-for idea, which is to take the Elizabeth Warren wealth tax, where she wants to take two to three percent a year of super-rich people, people worth fifty million and more. Um, The higher the 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 Moores of the world, right? If only I would happily turn it over to her, our our Um, one percenter, but 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 to to then uh, uh, raise several. Trillion dollars by by just scraping off the the the, the a piece of wealth. So Bernie's gun is is got a wealth tax on steroids that he was proposing today, which was And by today was, we
0: meant the Tuesday that we're recording yes, this. You sorry, be so right.
1: so so he. I, I saw one report that that this would cost Jeff Bezos nine billion dollars a year. Until, I mean, just sort of it, 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 unless because because Bernie believes there should be no billionaires, right? So he he's going to take up to nine percent of the the super super rich, and I think it starts with one percent, two percent per year now. He's got lots of expensive ideas, and right. now at least we have to say this for him because he was getting hammered before. Right? How's because he going to pay said, for it? There's going to be a middle in, middle class. You right. got to be prepared for higher taxes, but it's going to be worth it to you. Now it's like, okay, you can't get there from here. Let's do this wealth tax thing, but let's go Elizabeth Warren yeah. one better. Not
0: gonna, that's not going to happen. So,
1: but but it, but at least but it, it, but it he's, is, he's he's slipping in the polls. He is slipping in the polls, and he's desperately scraping. He's He's, he's 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 had to replace some of his senior people in a couple of the states. Uh, disarray in your right. campaign is never viewed as a, the a other one that, as a positive the other, thing. The one
0: candidate that is right now teetering on disaster, Cory Booker. Cory Booker went on the Sunday talk shows. And said, "Look, if I don't raise a million dollars this week, I'm out." Is that breaking anybody's heart? Uh, who, who was the televangelist that said if uh, he doesn't raise a million
2: dollars, he's going to be James called B- home? Jimmy Baker.
1: I don't think was it was James Baker. I don't. Was, it uh, James I don't think was- But who cares? So, so it doesn't matter. Matter. Yeah. But, Anyway, yes, yeah. he, he's
2: going to be called yeah. back to New Jersey unless he raises uh, what two million dollars mi- by Monday. No, it, yeah. it was one point seven. It was
1: one point seven. But but yeah. it, so which is an interesting reminder: you can qualify for debates. By getting a certain number of donors in a certain number of states, and you have to show up in certain number of polls at a certain level. But you also need to raise real money from real people, put an organization together so... He still, beyond, that's
2: beyond the qualifying. He, that's to actually run a campaign, get yeah. money. No, no, no. He, he can. Mean, yeah. it,
1: it's not enough just to qualify. Two percent doesn't fly it, jets. If you want to be, if you want to be uh, a, a, a true player and have a, a established operation, you need serious money. Right. And Booker is saying, I don't have it. I can qualify, yep. but I don't have the dough for the kind of campaign that I know I need in. Iowa and New Hampshire right. and elsewhere, please give me so this you, here's money. It's unusual. Here is something interesting.
0: here is something interesting that I, that yeah, I was talking sure. about. Something I was talking about in, in with folks in Iowa is the Amy Klobuchar factor. A lot of people are saying, "Well, who's your first? Who's your first pick? Joe Biden? Who's your first pick? Uh, Elizabeth Warren? Uh, who's your first pick?" A large number of second picks is Amy Klobuchar. Does that help Amy Klobuchar? Uh, yeah. In it, Iowa, absolutely. It does? Dan, uh, uh, Rich Rubino, why?
3: Yeah, well, she's, first of all, she's visiting all 99 counties. She's doing a very similar thing what John Edwards did. This is very similar what John Edwards did in 2003. John Edwards was a little bit higher than she was at this time. He was at about 3 or 4%. He went all over Iowa, and eventually what happened was Dick Gephardt and Howard Dean, it became mutually assured destruction. They went after each other. People were looking for an alternative to John Kerry. And eventually, John Edwards kind of rose up. He would spent a lot of time specifically talking about rural issues, going to parts of Iowa where other candidates weren't going. Klobuchar is doing the exact same thing. I think she's hoping that eventually, if Biden somehow implodes, she wants to be the moderate alternative. I just want to say one thing about Bernie Sanders, though. It's interesting because Bernie Sanders, in 2015, when, when Elizabeth Warren, uh, they, 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 Elizabeth Warren, basically, she made a promise when she ran for Senate in 2012 that she'd serve her full term. In 2015, the net roots, the progressive folks were beseeching her to break that pledge and run for president in 2016. She didn't do it. Bernie Sanders was in the race. Most, most folks thought that Martin O'Malley was going to be the alternative to Hillary Clinton. He sputtered. That's the reason Bernie Sanders did so well last time around. He was simply the only game in town. This time, Elizabeth Warren is actually running, so people have an alternative. It's like the turn that they had when, you know, right. between Bobby Kennedy, Eugene McCarthy. This time around, there's so many different alternatives. But in terms of Amy Klobuchar, I mean, yeah, I think potentially in Iowa, she's spending a lot of time in Iowa. She's basically moved to Iowa and she's spending a lot of time in those rural parts of the state. And she could be the yeah. I always say there's going to be one candidate that's going to get in that top four right but about a week or two before the election. And it could very well be her or it could be Pete Buttigieg as well, who's also spending an enormous amount of time in Iowa and dealing with some right. of these issues that are kind of the non-sexy issues.
2: Dan Lipner. Um, well, I, I, I question the uh, Martin O'Malley sputtered. Doesn't the engine need to start in order to sputter? Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, so uh, that said, I, mean, I do think of of, of people who, who were actually screwed by the by by the design of the 2016. Uh, uh, debates and, and everything else martin o'malley a lifelong democrat is high on the list uh whereas bernie sanders who was a democrat for about 20 minutes uh claiming that the system was rigged against the guy who was a democrat maybe not the best argument in the world um however, uh Elizabeth Warren's running is is a thing, and the 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 all ninety nine counties thing is part of the pressing the flesh, and the caucus calculus, and yes, that is what it's called uh because each county's uh each county's caucuses are actually weighted differently depending on how well their selections went last time around. <laughs> it is insane. So you can actually have people getting uh, interesting bumps in odd places because of uh, that time commitment that they put out there. So while Des Moines is the big prize, if you're in some of those smaller counties and you spent some real time there, you can still make a pretty big dent in Iowa that can lead you on to the next step because you it's not just the winning the state, and not just the raw numbers. It's what the momentum means going out of it. And the Pete Buttigieg and 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 Amy Klobuchar are both folks. While Klobuchar is not necessarily my favorite, she I I, I agree. She's actually been making some interesting headway. And but, it, but it, there's actually it, a worry actually she might an interesting be. Interesting card, though. If, if if there's a brokered convention, th- there's a there's actually a thought that she could be the consensus alternative
0: candidate. Right, is and that's what I was getting at. Is you know she's playing a really smart move by playing the hey, I may not be your first, but I would like to
1: be your second choice card, mm-hmm. and it seems to be working. Uh, the- well, partly, partly, you know, Elizabeth Warren, for for a considerable period of time, as she was as she was slowly climbing, she was in that position, right. of being everybody's favorite second choice, right. And now she's become the increasingly the first choice, mm-hmm. um, and of course, obviously, the second choice of some others. Uh, and then, then, as Dan was pointing out last week, there's still a frightening number of Bernie supporters whose second choice is Trump. Um, it probably doesn't show up that way on the polls, but that was this weird phenomenon from 2016. But
0: we're starting to see some major names possibly dropping out. I I give you Cory Booker. Uh, I hear Harris is having a couple of money issues that she's having to contend with. Uh, And then- how far? But as we start to see, mind Steyer's oh. out there, and he's Stier's, and he's qualified for the next debate, I believe. Right, and Steyer also can fund himself if he wants. Uh, but, but who the, will de Blasio supporter go to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that who that who will his wife and state. kid go to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll talk about Bill de, de Blasio here in a second. But the the, the question I have is, um, as we start to see possibly... Pelosi hasn't dropped that, has she? No, she has no. not. She's qualified possibly she, for the next debate. Well, she's
1: trying to qualify. She, yeah, she might. She here. might, yeah. right.
0: She, um, the, the question is, as we start seeing the Bookers, the Harris's... And some of these other names go by the wayside. Who has the best chance of grabbing those supporters? Dan Lipner.
2: Well, whose supporters? So, Kamla- if you look at Booker, let's say, let's say Booker. Um. Well, Booker was floating at what well, his high watermark was two, three percent, three, four at some points. Uh, um, uh. I mean, my, I mean, those
0: are still votes that you're going to need no, the, in places the, like the, New Hampshire and Iowa the, to move on to places the, like South Carolina. Those are votes,
2: and the question is, where do they turn to? So, and in which case, it's actually the endorsement that uh, of the actual candidate that might do something. My guess is the the, the current senators go to their 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 current classmate, which or. Obviously, there are several current classmates, but my guess is Elizabeth Warren is who who both Kamala
0: Harris and Cory Booker put put their weight behind. Alan Moore, everybody's talking that uh, Julian Castro is the big gold ring of get his endorsement because that's going to give you certain street cred with the Hispanic vote. Are they overreaching on that or is that a real thing?
1: I don't think that there's that, 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 that he's got some magical grab um, or hold on on, uh, on the Hispanic vote. Clearly he he's, he's, he's uniquely placed and he does have some following. Everybody still in has got something that uh, some uh, you know piece that appeals to, to to some group of the folks. Castro, has that has the ethnicity booker and harris have race um, and and which isn't to say that that but, either one yeah, has a Yeah, but Booker Booker right and, Joe, and Harris that, don't have that, any
0: street credibility with their
1: with with black voters well, right now I tell. don't agree with that. I don't agree with uh, that. Yeah, I'm comfortable with, with uh, yeah. four white guys saying that. Yeah. No, I I mean Biden had this unique position because of a long history and being vice president to Barack Obama, so so he's got he starts out with that unique built-in advantage, which is slowly being chipped away. And and uh, but 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 Castro, you know, he's got he's got some strength, but if he were that strong, he would be doing better, right? So same thing with Beto yeah. O'Rourke. So well, Beto Beto's got a different is got,
2: got got a different game. So. So what
0: is it? Because apparently only two percent of the people. I'm believe going in to it.
2: come take away your AR-15 and, and your AK-47. That, that lasted all of about a week. Before no, was, no, oh, no, 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 no. That that popped with a certain segment of voters. Now I don't think it's large enough to get him any headway, but it has also, increased his poll numbers. Yeah. So also beyond. W- Beyond that, let's keep in mind, and and we 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 jumped quick to the race card, but we forget that those folks are also in office from pla- from places that during the long game will matter. California has an early primary this cycle, right? And so Kamala Harris, a if she survives to California, can might might change things a bit if she doesn't survive through california that casual conversation with one of the candidates who might be looking to be the nominee and also looking for an for an attorney general kamala harris who won in a walk in her own state that endorsement while not necessarily her vote candidate voters voting for her for president her endorsement of a candidate for president could mean an awful lot. Similarly, Beto and and Julian Castro in Texas, their endorsements could mean an awful lot in Texas. And let's not forget, Texas has a weird system. They have both a caucus and a primary, right. Right. which is a very nifty thing. And last time around, it should be noted... Hillary won the the caucus and Bernie won the primers, or it was the other way around? The other way around. Um, so you have you can have those weird things, and if this ends up being a long game between a Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden, all of those things are going to count.
3: Rich right, they all. And yeah, I was going to say a couple of things. First of all, they're also looking potentially. I think all of them is a potentially as a vice presidential candidate, although my guess is better work probably killed his chances by saying he's going to take away all the Air 15s But um, in terms of Castro, though, I don't know if he really necessarily speaks for the Hispanic vote. I mean, if the Hispanic vote is certainly not a monolith. Um, in terms of voting, voting, for example, you know, George W. Bush, for example, got 49% when he ran for re-election down in Texas in, 19, in 1998. They're different than the African-American votes, that they don't necessarily vote 90%, you know, Democrat. And, you know, there's certainly a difference between the way Mexicans vote versus the way Guatemalans vote. And there's just different constituencies within the Hispanic vote turning the Cubans and the Venezuelans are more conservative, for example. But Castro, you know, I don't really see where his specific constituency other than perhaps right around that San Antonio area when it does come to Texas, where he was the mayor um, and where his brother represents in Congress. And in terms of Cory Booker and, um, Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, you're right. Neither have really caught in fire with the African American community yet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that when it comes to New Jersey, when it comes to, um, when it comes to California, that African-Americans will not necessarily view it, view it salutary, view it positive, that both of them have endorsed a certain candidate. So, you know, they're certainly waiting to see who they're going to potentially endorse. But in California right now, it's interesting because Elizabeth Warren is actually ahead of Kamala Harris, and she's actually winning California by about eight points right now. And it's just it's just an interesting um, phenomenon how the two African-American candidates, you know, you go back, have not done nearly as well. You go back to Jesse Jackson in 84 and 88. You know, he won predominantly, he won the entire constituency, of African Americans and even going back to 1991 right. before Doug Wilder the former governor of Virginia right. before he dropped out he was winning the African American voters in this case both candidates are doing ex- are
2: doing exceedingly low amongst that constituents. right yeah it's but let's expand on that for a second it is a bit insulting just to say that black people are just going to vote for black people Hispanics are just no, going to no, vote no. for Hispanics we're not we're not, they say, are we're dynamic not saying votes. that
0: no no we're not saying that but I also understand the fact that that what rich brings up is some actual data that he looks
1: at when he when he talks about that i mean
0: we're, we're not i mean it's we're a, not it, i didn't realize i was no no, but you, no i mean <laughs> it's
1: a it's a it's a it it's usually an advantage but it it does not by any not a lock, mean no. be, a, be a lock or determined but, but
0: it, is it is it now going to be can candidates literally paddle their way doggy paddle their way into super tuesday and hope for some sort of Super Tuesday miracle, or are we going to see the herd thinning quite a bit?
1: I think it thins. I think it's. I think Booker is a really, really interesting example because he's got enough to meet the qualifications to get into the the next debate or two. He does not have the money, and and it's 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 pretty embarrassing to have to. It's something that we don't see a lot where somebody goes out there and says, "I need." 1.7 million dollars in the next 10 days or we are going to be at a crossroads Lord, point going to, call to me make home. a decision yeah. so call me home to New Jersey so so <laughs> it it it's it, you still need a bunch of dough i don't think you can Dog paddle along without an operation and think that you're going to get to, to Super Tuesday, even to South Carolina, much less Super Tuesday, and it's almost say
2: as the president of the United States did the it, same thing. It, you know? it, it,
1: it's it's uh, it, it's highly, highly unusual and improbable, especially in a democratic race that's got you know these these three at the top and and one or two or arguably three who are who are lagging behind but still out there you got a Tom Steyer who's got who's got money but he he may or may not be able to meet the qualifications of the number of donors I mean, from can, the number of states he still be on the ballot
0: but oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not he going to be debatable he
1: just doesn't he, get he, to be on the he, debate he, stage right. yeah
2: it depends on the you know, real candidates versus the fake candidates i mean he, al sharpton when he ran for president i think was in it forever and in part because he had was no he, ground was he had no he ground a, game yeah
0: but was he a fake candidate Yes. He yes. was would a you, fake candidate. Would you call Ross Perot a fake candidate? No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> it took out George I would Bush. I mean, I would uh, no, we, we've covered per, that on the show before. Per,
1: Perot had money. So, right. it's Al the, Sharpton it,
2: had no money it, it, and the no organization. Is, so, so the real candidates are going to run an actual campaign, and I think I – I'm safe saying that I've probably done this more than anyone else on the show. It takes a lot of money, a lot of effort. It takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of organization. It's hard as hell. Um, and the people who are sincere, who are real, and ignoring the president's campaign from last cycle, um, it takes it takes a lot of effort to do it. And people who are legitimate, once they see there is no path forward, regardless of if they want to run a, continue to run a fake campaign – the real candidates will say, listen, there is no path to victory. I'm going to pull out. Is, and Cory Booker, Booker, to his credit, is he should be commended for saying, listen, if I
0: don't do this, I'm done. Right, but going off of that example, I will who, say that, go ahead, Rich Oh, I
3: was just going to say there's one caveat to that. I think candidates that don't have day jobs, I'm thinking of two specifically. Jerry Brown in 1992 basically went to the end. He was no longer governor of California, so he had the time. He could do it even though there was no path forward. The other would have been Mike Huckabee in 2008. When John McCain had basically all but secured the nomination, how could he stay to the end? He was no longer governor of Arkansas, so we could do that. With politicians who have domestic constituencies, they risk the possibility of losing support at home. People saying, "Why are they? Why is Cory Booker? You know, with no path to the nomination, why is he spending so much time running for president?" We saw this, for example, with Seth Moulton. Um, Seth Moulton, his presidential campaign, he now has primary challengers because there's, and they, the main argument the primary challenger has is. Why were you spending so much time running for president when you should have been at home? But as I say, if you don't have a day job, just spend your whole time doing it. You Chris, get Chris Dodd moved to, to Iowa
2: and and it was so offended his Connecticut constituents that he yeah, had yeah. to retire from the Senate. Right. But but this brings
0: yeah, up a, no, he, this,
2: had a, he had his daughter in school in Iowa in right. in Iowa. Actually.
0: But this brings up a good point, Alan Moore. Is if you're the Democrats and you've got a slate of 16 viable candidates for possible presidency. And a lot of them are in states that could go to Democrats. Why are we not seeing more pressure from the DNC or from Senate Democrats to say, hey, if you want the Senate back, you got to, you know, put some of these folks up, come home and do what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have regular conversations about the power of these national committees. Um, they don't have a lot of power. Uh, to to persuade people to do things, there there are other forces that cause people to change their minds, and and the ability to 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 show up in, on on polls to meet qualifications, or or to raise money or find the money. Um. Uh, th- those are the things at this stage of the game that, that matter the most. We've ha- we, but, uh, we have had a couple at, he, of people who dropped out right. who are going to run for the Senate. Um, and then you've got the guys like Cory Booker. I think he's going to drop out because I don't think he's going to get the money. But right. that doesn't mean he won't try to play and he won't be somebody who's at least on shortlist for being on a ticket, depending upon who's the head of a but, ticket.
0: Don't, but, but you look at... Uh, You know, you look at the states where there is an open seat coming, uh, like a Colorado, like a Montana. Uh, You look at those races, those Democrats that were running for president could have taken that money, that time and that sweat and put it into turning a red Senate seat blue. Uh, are they missing the force of the trees
1: here? I don't. Uh, you really? know, I, I, it's not like they're gonna. It's not like that money would be available to them if they were going to use it for, for, for the Senate. No, Th- no. I mean, this is. You know, they're trying to raise. They try to raise money nationally. They have f- friends that 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 want to support uh, an enterprise. Usually, if they if they pursue this and pull out at the right time, it can it can help them. They they achieve some visibility, and then they say. I'm going to go back and and, and run for the Senate. Um, the and- one
3: to watch would be Steve Bullock. Steve yeah, Bullock that, in Montana. That's, that's, not not an open, that's, in, that, that's not an open seat, though. It's actually Senator Daines holds the seat. Right. But Steve Bullock has got about a 60% job of group in Montana. So theoretically, he would be the most formidable candidate to run in Montana. The problem is that the Democrats have been beseeching him to do this. Chuck Schumer has tried to persuade, done everything he could to try to persuade him to run. He says, no, I'm running for president, yet he's still polling. you know, 1% or 0% in Iowa. So, you know, by the way, by the way, I'll just say one more thing. The Montana Republican party is actually running ads in Montana already about all the time that Bullock is spending out of state running for president. And the fact that he has to bring a state trooper with him when he goes to New Hampshire and goes to Iowa and how that's costing taxpayers money. They've basically preemptively said, this is probably the only guy that can beat Dave Daines in the state. Let's try to weaken him as much as possible. So, you know, it's really a frivolous for him to run for president unless somehow he thinks he's going to be right. Joe Biden's alternative. If Joe Biden implodes, he probably has some strategy. But you know, he's looking. It's kind of embarrassing for him because he's only made it into one debate. Right.
1: Let's also remember that very, very often these days, if you have been a governor, you really aren't interested in yeah. going to the Senate. That's true. You'd rather do something different. Right. That's that's true.
0: Uh, so who's uh, who who drops out this week? Booker and who else do you think? Dan Littner? Marianne Williamson is my hope, and Cory Booker is pretty clearly gone. Okay.
1: Uh, Alan Moore? Yeah, I, I, I'd I forgotten that Marianne was still in, but <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in until you say you're not, right? She, she, she's, yeah. she, she's, she's out she's, there
2: praying away the next hurricane. Just
1: because yeah. you're not in the debate doesn't mean you're not in. I mean, I think Senator Bennett— uh Gabbard's well, so yeah, yeah, still in, and she's oh, still, yeah, in on Bennett's still, yeah, still in. Kelsey in. There's, uh, um, you know, Bill de Blasio left, Bill de Blasio but, but nobody leave. noticed except for his local newspapers. Yeah, that's true. Um, they said, oh, nice <laughs> to see you around every now and then again. Rick
3: Yeah, Two of them, Tim Ryan and Wayne Mason, the mayor of Miramar, Florida, who, believe it or not, despite his 0% in the That's cold, right. He's still, is still, he's still officially running. I forgot he's about still that. in this race, yes. <laughs> can yeah, can I completely I can forgot can about that. the only that. Can who didn't come to New Hampshire— I don't know if he can actually afford the airfare to go to some of these. Um, <laughs> no,
0: no.
1: Offices, actually, actually, actually I
0: can tell you right now that the the nonstop from uh, Nashua to PBI, Palm Beach, is actually pretty inexpensive right now in Southwest. They're running specials, so maybe the campaign can get. In, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. The frequent flyer miles. I don't know. But he,
3: I don't know. He, he, I,
2: he I he think his I think so his his, u- his, his Uber subscription was canceled. So yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> 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 well, that being the case, you know we, we should. You know, I bet you we could probably get him on the on the. On the show it, it would oh, all, i, I don 't know if we want to. do we know anything about any policy position he holds I, I, I know I know about him from when he was a mayor of Miramar that 's it. What he's do we know mayor, about that uh, he's, uh, <laughs>
2: considering Justin just said former mayor and apparently no, i said current from mayor. when
0: no I said from when he <laughs> is the mayor, from when I knew him when he is the mayor of Miramar. Yeah, your use of tenses makes it kind of confusing. Whatever.
3: (laughs) Anyway. Still a bigger city than South Bend.
0: That is true. Not by much. Not by much. Yeah. Anyway, on behalf of Dan Lipner, on behalf of Alan Moore, Rich being out there in Massachusetts, Charlie Bernie, thanks for hosting us as always, and Rob the Engineer doing Rob the Engineer type stuff. you of also Justin Russell, by the way. Leaving can, Weaver off. Jeez. What's that? Leaving Weaver off. We, oh, I'm sorry. Weaver the Wonder Dog. I left off Weaver. <laughs> Black Labs Matter. Just remember, they do. Uh, well, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can also listen to us as a podcast on your favorite podcast services, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, uh, any of them. Listen to us. We'll see you next time, America. (laughs) Bye-bye.